Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm your host, Dr. Pat, joined by Mr. Benny Mathers. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hey, Pat, how was your weekend? Hey, it was pretty good. Good. Yep, pretty good. How about yours? Did you try to stay dry and warm? For the most part, it kind of you know came in on Sunday uh, during our softball tournament, but that's okay. The team, uh, the Seattle Squadron, ended up third. In wow, Emerald's, your team? Yeah, the Emerald City Classic. So, oh, uh, did you get, oh third, my gosh. Third out of 19 teams. Team, so did you great get job. a trophy? We did. Wow. It's a great job, Seattle Squadron. That is um, the best that you've finished since I think I've known you, right? Uh, or not? The, or... Yeah. Well, with me on that team that yeah, I've exactly. played with. Yeah. They've done other tournaments without me, and they've uh, gotten second and first place. But with me on their team at the time, yep, third's uh, pretty much all. What does that mean, then? What do you mean? Like, without you, they do better well, because, than with you? Well, because some uh, tournaments I can't make, you know, okay, through yeah. scheduling. But know. how fun for you. Yeah, it was. Wasn't that, like, the thrill of it? It was. It was okay. a lot of fun. So that last game. I'm sore today. That's just all I'm, all I'm saying. I know. I played 10 games this weekend. You did? Wow. Yep, 10 games. So mm. we, uh, it was a fr- uh, let's see, Saturday was four games. You know, it was a double elimination, so that's how crazy it can be. I know. So I, we, I used to play. Yeah, we tied the first. Won the second, lost the third, won the fourth. That brought us to the next day, and so we just had to win all the way out, and we did. We won six games, which got did us. Did you? To the, oh got my us, gosh! Got it to the semis, and then we just fell a little bit short. Actually, the last game. How was it? Like a squeaker in the, the end. The last game was so close. Literally, was we it? were up by three runs, oh. and of course, the you know the the Seattle Sin. That is the name of their team. They were the home team, so they had the last chance to bat around. They got a couple of men on Are base. Are you kidding? Up, nope. In the in the bottom. They at uh, the bottom of the ninth. Oh my. God. Well, I guess the bottom of the seventh. We had seven innings. So. Did they like bam it? No, he just hit. They got. Just pe- they just got people hit. on base, and uh. they, it was just all about finesse. That's what it is. Yeah, they, they did I'll their job. They did it. it was a great game. Like by, by all means, the entire tournament, the director, everyone who put the the whole entire. Uh, camp on in the tournament was awesome well good on you yeah and then you went for beer and whatever after uh, i actually went home and almost fell asleep ah. like literally i was so tired no fireworks for you uh well we went to a friend's house but mm-hmm. i was sitting there watching and i was like i couldn't move i mean i was so beat and tired my actually i was starting to cramp up a little bit oh yeah oh my god a goodness. lot of running for me that day. that's a lot of softball you exactly. know we used to do that as well almost every weekend and playing tournaments mm-hmm. and so forth and it really does i mean you know you can hardly walk the next day uh, now all I have to do is think about playing softball, and I can hardly walk the next day. <laughs> so it's a little bit different yeah. uh, deal with that. And Miss Valerie is here. I yeah, think. she's just hanging out. Yeah, she is. We were. She's got a busy day. Heather. Did you hear us chit chatting? Uh uh-uh. uh Guess what about? It was probably either The Bachelor or <laughs> could have been about some other it was Twilight the, it was the movie. movie. I know it was the movie. She's all smiling. Yeah, she yeah. loved it. <laughs> She How many times it. have you seen it already, Valerie? Just the ones? Okay. Yeah. I expected maybe like three or four. You know, I just think it's a generation gap. Sure. Between, you know, as terms of what I looked for. Mm-hmm. Um, and But she even admits some of the scenes are a little bit, you know. Corny? Uh, Corny's a good word, I think. Expected. Uh, and I think the, the difficulty is whenever you expect something to be way good, because the book was my favorite, 
actually, and you expect it to be like super great. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the fanfare about it. Uh, I, I think that I just expected more from what they call the secondary characters. Mm-hmm. You know, Alice and Rosalie, you know, bad girl Rosalie. What is it about her that, uh, that, that is so attractive? The bad girl Rosalie. Well, we're going to talk with him. <laughs> I've got a lot to talk about with my Is very special guest today. similar to the bad today. boy theory? Well, I mean, you know, clearly she is, um, she had it tough. And clearly she doesn't want to be a vampire. And clearly she doesn't like many people. And you could tell by just, you know, in the movie. It's the name of a book. Tough being a vampire. It's tough. Be- it's That's tough a great a one. It's tough being a vampire. And so she, you know, so <laughs> I, I really wanted more from the secondary characters because I thought they were so powerful in the book. And um, and Valerie and I could have used less of Edward and Bella and whatever that was that goes on. OK, you know, and, and, and my friends are saying, oh, my God, you need to get out more. You need to have more compassion for young love. And I thought, oh, yeah, you're so right. Well, there that is, everyone. Compassion. For those of you that haven't seen the movie, I'm not going to tell you any any more about it because, you know, you can go see it. And actually, I think it's, um, you know, something that people watch because of the intrigue for a lot of reasons. Uh, but there is certainly a dynamic that goes on in the movies these days and on television and radio. And I'm not going to get into The Bachelor uh, today because that's a whole different show but i am going to get into a conversation about power and abuse power and what that means so joining me today and we've got copies of her book to give out and i got it right here power abuse power heal power like lightning is a raw, raw vibrant force of nature with the potential for great harm and the possibility for magnificent good i couldn't agree with her more judith Barr is joining us here today has been Adept uh, psychotherapist, private practice over 30 years, and and offers her healing expertise in a number of different formats. She works with individuals. She works with um, groups, organizations, supervisors, you name it. She's in there working with folks. Her innovative work helps people make the connection between individual relationships and our experiences with money, power, fear, grief, and much more. And so when we take a look at the state of our nation and the state of the world, you know, what are we looking at? How do people in media and other places influence how we feel about things? And what is the right role for folks and media to play? But beyond all of that, you know, how do we discern between what is power abused and what is powerfully spoken and given? Judith, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you back. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome, Pat, and thank you so much for having me back, and especially on this topic, which you know is a passion of mine. This is a this is a passion of yours, and I want to just kind of get right to it um, because I want to make sure that our listeners um, get a sense of what's happening to, to all of us today. You know, you've been t- you've been talking about um, statements being made by a well-known news co- news commentator. I, do you call him a news commentator? Okay, we can get back to that. Um, 
I, I don't know what to call them, so we have to get back yeah. to that. Uh, and, and the commenting on Bill Clinton's assertion that the only way to go is to make sure everyone wins. Uh, and, you know, coming out with there's no way for everyone to win. Uh, and I want to talk about this because, again, I had a guest on last week that I did not really agree with about winning. Uh, meaning if you, if you finish, if you don't finish first, you finish last. So it's all around the same conversation, uh, and the beliefs that are underneath all of that. Because if we're not number one or we're not winning, then it sounds as if we are like nothing. Do you see what I'm saying? Some people experience that. So what do you make about the beliefs um, and and some of the statements made by this news commentator? So is it all right for me to name this person? Sure. Okay. I, I want to say before I do that what we're about to talk about, what I'm about to talk about, is not a political statement. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's a statement about the effect of our childhoods and our childhood pains and traumas and the decisions we make and the defenses we build on our politics and on the politics of our country and on the welfare of our country and our world. So it just felt like that was an important thing to say. As yeah, I that's true. Ready. Yeah, because this show is apolitical. This is right. not a political statement. Right. We're, we're looking at behavior here. Yes. You know, we're looking at beliefs here. And we're looking at people that are in positions of influence and power as well. Mm-hmm. So... We're looking at even deeper, really, than beliefs, and I'll explain in just a minute. Um, So the person is Glenn Beck, and I heard him say what you said. He said something about um, Bill Clinton had done a graduation speech at Yale, and in his speech he had said that the only way to go is to make sure that everyone wins. And then Glenn Beck didn't miss a beat, and he said, everyone knows that there's no way for everyone to win. And when I heard his comment, I was like, oh, my goodness. He has just said thing, something that's like so similar to what my clients have said over the years, what all of us really have said over the years. And it is so much more than a conscious belief or even an unconscious belief, Pat, There's no way for everyone to win is really a classic example of what I call an early decision. And I want to explain what I mean by an early decision. Okay. When we're children and we suffer pain or trauma that's too much for a child to bear, which we all do at some level at some point, we bury the pain and we defend against it. And one of the ways we defend against it is by making unconscious decisions about ourselves, about others, about our world, and even about life. Now, when we're children, this early decision can be a lifesaver because it can save us from pain, psychological and maybe even physical pain. But as we grow, if we're unaware of this unconscious decision and if we haven't healed it, it can haunt us from our own underground and it can affect our feelings, our attitudes, our behavior, our choices. And there are two really important things to remember here. One is that it's unconscious. We're unaware that this is happening in us, and we're unaware that we've made a decision that will drive our life. That's the first thing. The second thing is the the thing that really 
excites me mm-hmm. about calling it an early decision. Well, let's hold that thought for when we come okay. back from break, because okay. I, I want to get into this in depth with you, okay. uh, because there is a difference and there are ripple effects. There is a ripple effect around decisions we make. Well, whether we're sitting there next to a coworker or whether we're on radio or television. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with my very special guest, Judith Barr, joining us here today. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. This summer is one of the most intense periods since the Great Depression. To assist with the challenges, show host Madeline Gerwick is offering summer specials on tools to increase your prosperity. Now through July 13th, Prosperity Class CDs are on sale for 35% off. The business anthology, Einstein's Business, Engaging Soul, Imagination, and Excellence in the Workplace is also on sale for a third off. Plus, her 2010 Good Timing Guide is available for $9 while supplies last. To get these tools at substantial savings, go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. Remember, the Prosperity Summer Specials are good only through July 13th. Did you know that there's a direct link between smoking and back pain? This is Dr. Bonnie Verhuns here to share some information about smoking. Tobacco smoke contains over 4,000 chemicals, including nicotine and carbon monoxide. These chemicals constrict arteries and interfere with blood circulation, which results in oxygen and other nutrients not being properly circulated. The nerves in the spine then become weak and brittle. The good news is that once you quit smoking, proper blood flow returns. Regular chiropractic adjustments ensure that blood flow and nutrients are properly flowing to your spine and organs. For tips on how to quit smoking and how chiropractic can help, visit our website at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am so thrilled uh, Judith Barr is joining us here today. And in the next hour, uh, Juice Newton. Uh, fabulous interview. Lots of music will be played. And you'll get to experience a conversation that we had honoring her, honoring her path, and honoring um, one of the songwriters from... Uh, um, one of the one of her hits who passed away earlier this year. Uh, so, you know, in the conversation, uh, you know, <laughs> Judith Barr joining us here today, power abused, power healed. And, you know, Judith is joining us to talk about some early decisions that we make in our lives and what they mean. And we've got an example that we're sharing with you. But what I would like to do is just let you know we have five copies of the book to give away. And we're going to make it really easy uh, to do that if you just call the toll-free number 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. Valerie and Benny will make sure they get your information, and we'd love to give you a copy of the book. Judith, thank you so much for joining us here today. And we were talking about an example, and you were referring to this as an early decision, which I, I believe you mentioned is different than a belief or a thought. Absolutely, Pat. An early decision is something that you yourself decide as a little child. You may not be aware you're deciding it, but you are the one who decides it. If you decide, I can never win because of the pain and trauma and dynamics that go on in your family as a little child, then that is going to drive your life because you decided it. And the thing Mm -hmm. that really excites me is, This is much more empowering than having a belief because if you decided it and you want to change your decision, if you do the work Mm -hmm. to change it, you can change that decision. Unfortunately, people think they can just do it in their mind, but the early decision is meant to defend you against the pain that you had. So what needs to be done is to build the capacity to go back and feel that pain. And then there will be no need for the early decision. People have a, I have found people have a tenacity that is ferocious holding on to early decisions. And until they realize that they're holding on to it, because when they let go of it, they will be back at the scene where they were feeling the pain when they decided it and need to go through that pain until they know that they're lost. They're lost in holding on to the early decision. We make, make this, yeah, it does. And then let's talk about some of the other decisions we make. Um, and it's just so interesting you and I are talking today because I'm having, uh, a, you know, kind of a different experience in a lot of ways. Maybe it's the people that, that I kind of hang out with, the people that work with the show and the listeners here. Uh, but some of the decisions we make, the notion that and the freedom in what you just said is incredible. Because what I'm hearing you say is, for myself, if I make a decision about my life, my career, and or age, or weight, or looks, and I make that decision, then there's always the possibility I can change it. But if we start to talk about beliefs, or we start to talk about core principles, or we start to talk about values, then that seems to be much more of a dilemma to work through. Yes. 
is the process different in working through them? So, for example, you know, if you were going to talk to Glenn, would the process be different in working through that decision he made or decisions that our, our loved ones make or, or people we work with? Well, let me give you an example with Glenn. Yes. I, what I did when I heard that was I flew to my computer and I Googled <laughs> him because I wanted to find out his history. Okay. I wanted to see what was the pain or what were the traumas that caused him to decide over and over and over again, albeit perhaps unconsciously, to decide there is no way for everyone to win. Mm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it as though imagine you're a child because I want you to get the sense of I'm a child and I'm experiencing the pain he experienced. Just to, just to go through this, okay? Yeah. So imagine you're a child and your mother becomes an alcoholic. Your father files for divorce because of your mother's alcoholism. However it unfolded, you and your sister end up living with your mom. When you're 15, your mom commits suicide. Shortly after that, your stepbrother commits suicide. Mm -hmm. You end up with your sister moving to live with your father. And all these things I've named at each point, if you haven't, um, if you haven't made that decision earlier than that, starting with the alcoholism, you decided without realizing it that there is no way for everyone to win. And you make that decision again and again at each painful incident, and you use it to defend against your pain, as I was saying before. And then you use it to prove that decision, because that's how we hold on to it. We go through and recreate or reenact the same thing over and over again. That's why they call it a vicious cycle. And each time we prove the decision, there's no way for everyone to win. So your first daughter is born with cerebral palsy, Mm -hmm. and you use that to prove that there's no way for everyone to win. And you struggle with substance abuse and ADD, and you use that to prove there's no way for everyone to win. Mm. And then as an adult, you use your power to prove to yourself over and over again there's no way for everyone to win. And then you draw people to you. This is the crucial point that takes it out of one person's domain and brings it into our whole world. You draw people to you who also decided as children in their families that there's no way for everyone to win. Mm. Yeah, And I love what we're talking about because interesting enough, Judith, is as you were speaking, I had someone come to mind that fits in the other category of what we're talking about. Someone that had such a horrific childhood who's now one of the you know, multiple best-selling author, creator of the Fearless Living Institute, been on Oprah a gazillion times, who helps people live life full out, realize their dreams and move beyond fear. And I'm speaking about Rhonda Britton. And when I think about her, I think about that life you just described, right, Uh where she witnessed, you know, her her father, I believe, shooting the mother and then killing himself, Right. And Mm -hmm. and being in that same place. I mean, that is a traumatic life experience. But yet when we look at the two 
people and just two people and the decisions, as you recall it, they've made, they have very different decisions about how life works. Mm-hmm. And that's very, kind of very interesting. Different, very different decisions about themselves. Yes. Others. Yes. The world, life. Yes, absolutely. And so that's what I'm really struck by. Uh, and I, I, I hadn't really thought about this in this way, uh, since you brought it up. But doesn't this then, you know, give us a whole new platform for thinking about, uh, therapy or, and you, you're a therapist. I mean, it gives us a whole new platform, doesn't it? What do you mean when you say it gives us a whole new platform, Pat? For understanding how we make the decisions we make and how we can become empowered to remake them. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, it goes much deeper exactly. than what mainstream therapy is offering today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it means that, you don't, that you're not stuck with having to use a Band-Aid or a quick fix or be seduced by a quick fix or just have to manage your thoughts and feelings and behaviors. It means you can really heal it to the root. Mm. Mm. So you know, let me just ask you about this because I want to get back to the example, the Glenn Beck example. Uh, this is a man in a very, very powerful position affecting the lives and of so many people that watch him and listen to him and take his advice. And so what are the implications of this? Well, the implications are that he is drawing to him and to his cause people who have decided the exact same thing in their childhood in Mm -hmm. the pain that they experienced in their childhood. Mm. He's drawing to him people that also believe that there is no way for everyone to win. So what that means is, you know, if... He's holding on to his early decision for dear life, and if they're holding on to their early decision for dear life and it's the same decision, who's going to let it go? And so what are they together going to work to create? They're going to work to create a uh, an environment, a world, in which not everyone can win. And if not everyone can win, who are they going to make sure will win? They themselves, and everyone else can lose. And I mean, we're seeing the results of that not just not just with Glenn Beck and his following, but we're seeing the results of people in our world who did make that decision, who do truly are truly driven by it, who who prove that decision to themselves again and again, without realizing that they're doing it to defend against very young pain. Mm. And if you've got a following, if you've got a group of people who all believe that, who is going to be able to pierce any anybody's decision? Mm. I I actually, in listening to you, I mean, it really does sadden me in a lot of in a lot of ways because there's such an opportunity for us to come together, to collaborate, to be part of something incredible. And I want to talk about that when we come back. You know, what happens when we try to, you know, manage these early decisions? What do we do with that? And how do they show up in different areas of our life? My very special guest joining us here today, uh, Judith Barr. We've got copies of her book we'd like 
to give to you. 1-800-930-2819. That's our toll-free number. Any comments or questions, please uh, give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness natural food for pets. This is where true wellness begins. Did you know Greek Gods yogurt is a much better source of calcium than milk is? One cup of yogurt contains 450 milligrams of calcium versus only 300 milligrams for the same amount of milk. Not only that, but the probiotic bacteria present in yogurt provides an ideal environment for calcium. Eat three servings of yogurt a day to help build and retain strong bones. For more information, visit GreekGutsYogurt.com and Analuke.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let The Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic, Linda Dickinson, can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Are you ready for a joyful and successful realty experience? Today's real estate market is challenging, complex, and constantly changing, and is one of the best times in years to buy or sell a home. But you'll need to find the right person to help you on your journey, one who understands the opportunities and will make this the best experience of your life. Kathy Staup is just that person, an experienced real estate agent who knows the pitfalls, can spot the red flags, and guide you to a successful, positive purchase or sale. Kathy Staup can spot the real deals, saving you time chasing a listing only to find it's not available. Known as the positive real estate agent, Kathy will make your next sale or purchase easy, fun, and successful. Start this journey with positive energy. Call Kathy at 206-276-1070. That's 206-276-1070. Or visit PositivePathHome.com. PositivePathHome.com for the most positive realty experience of your life life 
everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to drpatlive.com, drpatlive.com. Sign up for our newsletter and much more. Uh, we've got a great show, great conversation. Judith Barr has uh, joined me again, and I would love, love, love to hear from any of you if you've got questions from her. It's such a great opportunity. If you've got something happening in your life or someone that you are dealing with and would like some uh, to check in with her, give us a shout, one 800 930 one and uh, I believe we actually have a copy of the book left to give you. Judith, thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, you, you know, I, I want to get back to the conversation about Glenn Beck because he's not the only one that makes these decisions. We all do. And so, you know, the questions then come up, you know, if we realize these are decisions, it takes us in one direction. But if we don't, we kind of get stuck in trying to figure out why our lives are turning out the way they are. So what happens to us if we just try to diss these or bury them or, you know, I just just different decisions that prevent us from moving forward and we just can't see it? Well, if we just try to bury them or even if we try to manage them or put a Band-Aid on or believe that we have decided consciously not to believe that anymore or not to operate that way anymore. What happens is the early decision and the pain that it helps to keep buried. That's, I, I can't say that enough. It's not just an early decision all by itself, Pat. Yeah. It's an early decision whose purpose is to keep that pain from long, long ago buried. Mm-hmm. That gets buried again, we bury it again if we're trying to put on a Band-Aid or ignoring it or trying to manage it or, as you said, dissing it, we bury it again, and it will haunt us. Those things are alive inside us. You know, when people say, that happened long ago, that was my childhood, now is now, yes, but that child and what happened long ago and the feelings and the early decisions and the defenses and the compensations, the ways to compensate, that's all inside us. It's all alive. And it will haunt us. And it will create something in our lives, whether it's in our dream life or our waking life or both, that will bring us again to dealing with the early decision and the, the buried pain and what that creates untended to in our lives. In our field, we call it uh, a reenactment. So we'll reenact it over and over again because we're trying without realizing to it. Our unconscious is trying to bring it out so that it can be healed. Mm. There are some folks, and myself included, over a lifetime that have felt powerless and, you know, in a lot of different ways. Um, for example, powerless in a corporate environment where y- y- you think that you have some control over your career, your future, your job, your pension, only to find out you don't. And this sense of powerless creeps in. Um, and many people are experiencing uh, a sense of powerless right now as a result of the economy. And so I want to talk about this feeling of powerlessness and where that fits into early decisions and, and, and really, you know, the next step of moving from becoming or being powerless or feeling powerless to a place of empowerment. 
Well, I want to say two things here mm-hmm. that will help with that. First okay. of all, if we go back to Glenn Beck mm-hmm. and we think of this man who's on the radio and um, different forms of media and has a, a, a following and we hear him say there's no way for everyone to win, most people will look at him and think, oh, there's Glenn Beck, an adult man, preaching, teaching, there's no way for everyone to win. But that's not what's really happening. Mm -hmm. There's a little boy inside of this big body who is teaching that and proving it over and over again, trying to hold the pain of his parents' divorce, his mother's suicide, his stepbrother's suicide at bay. So one way to look at power and powerlessness and to to help hold yourself in the face of whatever situation you're in is to look at the adult and see, is that really an adult or is that a child in the adult or a child in the big body Mm -hmm. that is trying to trying to be powerful by proving an early decision and holding pain at bay. Mm. Make sense? Yeah, what I think you're saying is, by me holding on to a decision such as that, for example, it gives me a sense of power, even though it is in itself a very limited box that I get to put myself in. But by reenacting it, reliving it, reaffirming it, whatever it is, it helps build up the strength for the conviction that says that, you know, not everybody can win. I mean, proving a point actually is, you know, you get all puffed up about that, right? Right. It's that, you know, like, ah, I told you so, that kind of thing. And, And yet, even if you're having that conversation with yourself, it still works. It still, at some level, affirms that if something goes wrong in my life, it's because, oh, you know, not everybody can win. Right. Well, you, the key word that you said was it gives you a sense of power. A sense, exactly. But it's not real power. Mm-hmm. It's a sense of power. Mm. And the, so I'm, it's going to lead me to the other, the other point about powerlessness. We all have an experience of powerlessness in our birth mm-hmm. as infants, as babies, and as children. And depending on how our parents use their power with us and how our parents empowered us or not will greatly affect our relationship with power Mm -hmm. and our relationship with powerlessness. You can make early decisions about powerlessness that will drive your drive your life just as much as this early decision that Glenn Beck made, that there's no way for everyone to win. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about this, because I I have to tell you, I think my mom, who passed away, is like talking to me right now. You know, and and I want to ask you about this, because, you know, she was somebody that taught us all about perseverance. And she would be able to point to her life and say things like, look, 
if I could have my first child at 12, my second child at 13, no education, barrel, you know, live in poverty, get picked up for shoplifting, and now be able to look at my life living in a beautiful home in Florida, having a great job, then you can achieve anything. I mean, that was her punchline. You can achieve anything. And so when somebody says something like that, is that too a decision? Is that sort of the kind of opposite end of the Glenn Beck story? It depends. Mm -hmm. It depends whether that was something that she came to over time and started to make as a decision as an adult. Uh Uh-huh. Not an early decision, a, a later decision, uh-huh. consciously, mm-hmm. or whether on some level, as a child, she had already decided you can do anything. Mm-hmm. But she just maybe she had another early decision that countered it. Right, right. Um, I work a lot with people, and and I would dare say we all have conflicts within us of <laughs> the very thing we most want. Yep, and the very opposite decision that we can't possibly have it (laughs) like really really worthwhile and our gifts can can help the world and we're really really worthless and nobody wants what we have to offer Mm. and those two early decisions can live within the same person and then what happens is they the energy of one bumps up against the energy of the other and you Mm. get stuck Mm-hmm. Wow. Ab, I love this. I mean, this this is so actually it's so empowering to talk about this like this, because one of the things I love about the, the work that you do, Judith, and for those of you tuning in, Judith Barr is my very special guest today. Uh, her website is judithbarr.com. That's Barr with two R's uh, dot com. And actually, Darlene, please hang on. We're going to take your call. What I love about the work that you do is you really put this in a perspective that's not personal. And what I mean by that is, you know, even in talking about my mom, I don't go into the story about, you know, first child, second child, husband left her down in the South. This is what you did, that whole story. I mean, it turns into almost a decision tree that, of course, we have some bias about, but it seems easier to leave our stuff behind. Let's find out about that from Judith when we come back. Darlene, we'll be taking your call. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qi Gong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qi Gong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind body practice. iiqtc.org. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, 
holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. Hi, I'm Brenda Ball. And I'm Tony Ball, and we've been married for over 25 years. In that time, we found ourselves putting on a pound or two per year, and next thing you knew, we were 30, 40 pounds overweight. That's when we made the choice to get on that Take Shape for Life program. After being married for 25 years and struggling with weight that whole time, I'm actually now two sizes smaller than my wedding dress. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can lose those extra pounds. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. Never have the hunger. And I'm not ashamed to say the wild boys were my friends. Oh, because I've never felt the desire. To let music set me on fire Then I was saved yeah. That's why I'm keeping the Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, Judith Barr joining us here today. Her book is Power Abuse, Power Healed, uh, which is wonderful. We're sharing um, a, 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 just an incredible, credible notion for all of us to contemplate and then do something about. Judith, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, we have uh, Darlene has called in. I wonder if we might be able to take her call, uh, Mr. Benny. She's already. Go for it. Hey, Darlene. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Well, I want to introduce Mike. you to Judith and get your question on air. Hi, Hi Darlene. Darlene. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm one of those people who've gone through therapy and it hasn't helped. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm having I, trouble hearing you. She, I said I, I, one of the people who have gone through therapy and it hasn't helped. Hmm. My parents were very power controlling. So how do I break that? I mean, I moved away, broke from the family when I was 47. That's when they stopped controlling me, but I am making bad decisions yet because of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do I do? I mean, I have a weight issue. My weight issue is basically because God kept telling me I was like my aunt, who was really big and shoplifter, everything else. And, I mean, I'm trying to break that, and it's like, I don't do that stuff. I got a great marriage. I had gastric bypass, but yet my weight is creeping back on. Uh, my mother told us that she should have drowned all of us when we were babies. Oh, I mean, whoa. Whoa. this is all, this is the wow. stuff I was raised with. Wow. So how do I take my power back from this negativity? Because every time I call there to say hello or something, that's all I hear is all negativity. So I don't call. Mm. 
I visited her once since Christmas. So, so Darlene, I'm having trouble hearing some of what you're saying, but I did hear about the weight, and I did hear that your mother said that she should have drowned you all when you were babies. And all I can say is find a therapist who will work with you on what that feels like, on the pain of having experienced that unconsciously in your body, in your heart, even as a baby. That is, that is huge. And if somebody came to me and talked to me, told me that that's what her mother said, that's where I would start. And I would try to help her build the capacity to go back and feel those feelings because the food and, and probably your early decisions and the other struggles are certainly related to that. There may be other things, too, but that feels really important. If you want to have some tips on what to look for in a therapist, go to my website, powerabusedpowerhealed.com, and look under the articles section. There is an article that says what to look for in a therapist. Okay. Okay, Darlene, that's going to be a great place for you to start. Yeah, I, I, find, I mean, I've been trying different things, and it's like every little thing helps, but it's like I'm getting down to the nitty-gritty now. This is, I think, the deepest core. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I released other things, but, boy, this is still in there painful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very painful. Mm-hmm. So go, make sure you go to Judith's website. Judith, please give out that website again for everyone. Powerabusedpowerhealed.com. Okay. Okay. And Darlene, there is also, you know, I hear your weight is uh, uh, an issue for you. Um, so there is a uh, button on the website called Food is a Clue. But whatever you do about about your weight, please don't ignore what you just told me, that your mother said that she should have drowned you all when you were babies. That's mm. crucial. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Darlene. Thank you so much for calling so, in. I thank you. And like I said, I'm definitely going to check out this website okay. and see what can help me. Okay. Well, <laughs> so you know, you calling in was you calling in was the first step of this, which I really want to congratulate you and honor you for doing. And believe me, your question uh, is a question you brought to the to the table here to the show. And there are so many people that have just heard you that hopefully will do the same thing. So thank you, Darlene. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Darlene, for your courage. Oh, absolutely. Wow. I mean, you know, this is kind of the thing we're talking about here and the influence that these early decisions Mm -hmm. make. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so for everyone out there, they can go to your website and find a therapist that can help them. Uh, powerabusepowerheal.com is the website. Um, you know, Judith, I want to ask you if, if you were sitting across the table from Glenn Beck, what would be the first question you'd ask him? Mm, that's a really good question, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, w- I would ask him one by one. What did you feel when your mother became an alcoholic? Mm. What did you feel when your father divorced your mother? I wouldn't ask them like one right after the other like mm-hmm. that. I'd want to right. see 
what his capacity to stop, reflect, feel was so that I could help, um, uh, like, thread the clues together to then mirror back to him what our task would be in helping him heal. Mm-hmm. Because if he can't feel, if, if, if the feeling is so walled off, then our task is to help him build the capacity to feel. And Mm -hmm. I've never worked with a person who that wasn't part of the task. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we're at such an extraordinary place right now in our society where we have more access to resources than we've ever had before connected through the internet and this radio show just you just sharing your website judith right mm-hmm. with everyone i mean this was not available to people 10 years ago really in quite the way it is and so you know i guess my question is when we hear statements like what glenn said and there are millions of people that listen to him what should we do? What process can we use to discern for ourselves what the right answer is, what the, what the decision should be? Well, if you hear something, I think the first thing, let's step back a minute. I think the first thing is to practice hearing early decisions, starting with your own. Okay. And one of the clues that an early decision is about to come is if you hear people, yourself included, think or say things like, that proves it, I thought so, I told you so, I knew it, here we go again. Those kinds of things that are the the statements that say, I'm about to prove an early decision. And one of the things I do with my trainees is I tell them, don't practice on your family. Not fair. Right. If you want to practice, listen to people in the news or go rent videos and practice by watching the videos. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important because if we don't start to get a sense of what is an early decision, then we're going to be like scurrying around in our minds trying to do something that isn't just a mind thing. It's a combination of our mind understanding what's going on in our heart. You know, you were talking about The Bachelor. Um, I actually, from time to time, watch the show to see what early decisions I can hear. Yes. <laughs> and I was listening to the woman that's on as The Bachelorette now, Allie. Yeah. And there have been two shows where she has just blurted out early decisions, and my heart's like, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, get, get a therapist and do your work with mm-hmm. this. One of them was, she said, something must be very wrong with me. That's an early decision. And last night she said um, to someone, she said, you're a really good man. I don't deserve you. I'm not good enough for you. Yeah, I heard that. all early decisions. And for her to, you know, I'm not judging her. I just feel like to, to try to find a man to love you and be your soulmate in order to, uh, get rid of those early decisions isn't going to do it. They're going to go right into the marriage, and she's still going to have to find somebody to work with to heal the early decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were some very, very powerful statements. And, you mm-hmm. know, you're right, because she's made them all along, mm-hmm. you know, at different points in time. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, television does, if we, if we, if we know how to look at things, it really does hold up a mirror for us in a lot of ways. So long as we don't say, Hey, I feel the same way as Allie did. Right. (laughs) And if you say that, Mm. then say, well, I must have the same early decision she did. What pain in my life caused that? You asked me a minute ago, what do we do when we hear an early decision? One, we go, that's an early decision. I wonder what trauma or pain mm. caused that in that person. Do I, do, I, have I, do I have the same early decision? Wow, what a great way to end the show. Thank you so much, Judith, for joining us here today. Thank you all. Stay tuned. We've got Juice Newton coming up. We'll be right back.